had a spectacular end to November. Not much of a joke, but it's thirst posting. Take that for an opener. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mentioned in the previous podcasts. I mentioned in the previous podcast. I had to give the payoff, and oh boy, what a payoff. Hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, Silas, you should be happy. It was via your preferred method. <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, walk through the steps. What do you constantly talk about? Like you're oh, a 13 year okay. kid discovering your know, I got it. Yes. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be gay to like in the butt. Like it in the butt. No. I mean, a lot of straight people don't thing. want to admit, but okay, Look, I just, just I'm idiots. Same thing with straight men and lesbians. They you you put the real sensitive spot on the inside. It's not my fault. The best thing to reach it is something phallic looking. That does not mean we are a different orientation than what we say we are. It's just the pleasure spot that's real good when you touch it. I don't know what else you want from me from that. That's just the simple facts of it. I saw this amazing screenshot of like a tweet <laughs> where it said, yeah, women can be like either straight, bisexual, or gay. But if you're a dude, as soon as you kiss another dude, you're gay. Nothing in between. <laughs> like, what is going on now? R slash R the Straits, okay, is fantastic because you are fucking <sighs> fucked in your mind, some straight people I, at least. Well, not some people. It's like subreddit. It's just like you're hyper specifically selecting for like the most outrageous takes possible, so then you can point and laugh at them. Well, but it's yeah. like I, I hardly that's doubt the, that's the average. That's not part of the joke. That's the joke. I, I know, but like you know. Yes. It it only feels good to joke about it when you're not one of those those groups. For example, I'm slightly ungumbed by its presence, its existence, being straight, just as I am uncomfortable by people constantly making like those fairly cringe posts when I'm part of the fairy community and I don't plan to give that up. Very cringe you know? posts. Well, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Um mm-hmm. We could have repeated the joke that we started off with two episodes ago, which was, yeah, we produce shows every week or something like that. It hasn't oh. gone well trying to make two episodes a week, but okay. Well, that's because of just issues we had. I got sick um, towards the start of what's it last week. And uh, at the end of this week, what's it... Um, was Sunday was my birthday just gone by the 11th of December and then the day after was just a bunch of like celebration with family and stuff and you know then my father wanted to do something on the Tuesday and it's like it all it all just got out of hand out of hand real quick hopefully we'll be able to get back on top of that into the new year but now we're just doing our best days of the year is back um we haven't done it in the last few episodes I think and one of them I pulled it up but then we didn't talk about it. Yeah, we got we got <clears throat> deep, deeply derailed phrasing in that episode. <laughs> On this episode too, getting deeply derailed at the end of November. Well, no, that's 
that's what I did at the end of November, so I guess not this well, episode. It's not derailing. That's like getting on the rail, I guess. Oh, explicitly. Explicitly. So we, are, we have decided, <laughs> I think we have decided to switch it up a bit because it's right now not that consistent when we release the episode. So instead of mm. what we have done in the past, which was do day of the year for when it releases, we're going to do them for when we record it. So yep. we are recording on the 14th of December, 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very late. And yes, it's a Wednesday. And today, I don't, I don't know what Sod's reaction is to this. Uh, the, the number one thing that shows up is free shipping day. Ooh, holiday shopping online has one major barrier. Get out of here. Let me fantasize about my favorite ships. No, that's not what this Mm. means. I know, but that's what I'm running with. It's making me so happy. Free shipping Uh, day was first realized in 2008, put in place by Luke and I have our own. <laughs> of fanfiction.net <laughs> Diffy or not <laughs> I didn't even understand what he said what did he say I, I literally just referenced a bunch of sites where people post like stories or artwork of what's it um, character ships you know Okay. is that one of the people who invented free shipping day someone should write that <laughs> 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 challenge Talk for our listeners. GPT and see what comes out. It. Yeah. Oh God, I well, miss these recordings. They're always so um, much fun for me. It's also. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's getting Silas laughing now. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday, the fourteenth of December is also. Monkey day. Okay. Spend a day at the zoo with these cheeky creatures. Throw a monkey themed <laughs> fancy dressed party or Why? fundraise to protect these precious primates. Okay, the last one's nice. The second one, I guess maybe if you're a monkey furry, but I, a I don't monkey themed fancy dress party? I don't know. Like, yeah. It's like those doggo fursuit motherfuckers, but as monkeys. Well, no, not bad. Assholes. It's just like being monkey fairy. So just some feels like to me. Not to devalue anyone who does have a, a fursona they deeply monkey enjoy, but furry. like it's kind of like those aliens in what's it Star Trek where they have like a, just a few things painted on the forehead, not even like ridges, just like colored splotches. It's like, I mean, why even bother at that point? But I guess there are some people who do, do really enjoy them. <laughs> Something else that people enjoy is definitely this, which is a roast chestnuts day. <laughs> uh, talk about what's it? CBT. <laughs> roast chestnuts day. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I crack myself uh, up sometimes. Roasted chestnuts are often seen this time of year being cooked by street vendors, and the earthy, spicy scent is more than enough to get anyone into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, it's spicy scent. I mean, if they have good hygiene, yeah. then you know it's not sure. going to smell musky. 
Um, they're also rich in vitamin C. Okay. Okay. I'm always looking. Well, I, looking I thought it would be vitamin D, but oh well. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, chestnuts, that made me. Chestnuts are often roasted on a grill, which helps to remove Ooh. their bitter, shiny skins. I mean, that's going too far. That's what that's the Americans do, right? And Muslim people. And Jewish people. Well, no, that's, like the fo- other- that's the foreskin. It's not the entirety of it. And that's not related to the nuts. That's oh. related to the penis. Well, that's... Yeah, okay. But that's related. All you need to no. do is oh, cut yeah. across into each nut, put them on a roasting tin, and bake them until the skins open. They are eaten oh after God. peeling away the tough, shiny skin. Oh, God, that's just mutilation. Throw this person in jail. It's just food. It's just roast chestnuts, and they taste you, fine. You know the joke I'm making here. I know, but I can steer against it as a, yeah. another joke. <clears throat> sure. And uh, I think, like, the three's enough. That's enough. Um, the other ones aren't that yeah. funny anyways. Yeah, that's why I was saying maybe creme de creme, not necessarily in order, but what like looks could get the funniest laugh out of us, or it's just like downright interesting, you know. Anywho, with that out of the way, and me informing you all about my adventures towards the end of November, picking up from when we last recorded, let us go into the rambling section. Silas, you take up the first one. So what That's I've written down is Intel mean. Arc. And if you remember, yeah, mm-hmm. I switched to Intel Arc some time ago. And I have given up. I've t- I've t- so the whole story is, <laughs> you might have seen this if you've watched my streams on Trevor.live slash TV. Name change mm-hmm. may be coming in probably about 18 months. Um, <laughs> Very specific. No, that's not true. It's just a random number. I don't know when. I just need a VTuber model first. Well, I mean, why change the name? Because Silas TV, ever since I made that name on uh, Beam.pro, which shows you how old this is, ever since mm-hmm. then, this was a completely temporary name. And I never yeah, wanted to keep fun. it. And I couldn't come up with a better name, but I don't want to keep it. I've been... Mm. So I've had Interlark... I like the card. Physically, it's a, I think, a very appealing device. And yes, it looks real pretty. I How does it run? It to pieces. Uh, it runs. Well, first of all, on Linux, it doesn't run at all until you like tell the 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 kernel that you have it. You have to put like a line to uh, <laughs> enable it into the boot settings and. I had to figure that shit out myself. Like, there's a whole saga on Reddit where I posted on the OpenSUSE subreddit. And eventually you figured it out with the help of, I think, the Fedora people. Yeah. The Linux community. Pretty good. Fedora people that live in the center of the earth? The Fedora people. Yeah, the people from who use Fedora. From Red Hat. No idea what that is. That's fine. You're a Windows cuck. That's fine. That's not that bad. Yes, yeah, says me who's been it's, happily 
streaming with absolutely zero dropped frames for the past month. Uh, yes, I am the Kirk. Well, I never say. drop frames in OBS either. It's just that Intel I mean, sucks, kind of. I still. mean, I've seen some of those streams. Yeah, but Ooh, you've Sonic seen them. Very uh, jittery. You've seen them when I played Sonic Frontiers, which is actively broken on Sonic uh, on, on on Intel Arc. But that's not <laughs> the point. So I got it running, quote unquote mm-hmm. running. I could boot into my operating system, which is Tumbleweed, which I regularly use. Problem is, you couldn't launch anything. Couldn't launch any game unless it was like actually like a Linux native game, which most of them aren't. Sucks because the whole point, <laughs> kind of like the whole pro- thought process is, oh yeah, it's very good at using Vulkan API, and on Linux we use DXVK to translate DirectX things from Windows to Vulkan, so it should have worked great. Does nothing at all, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I've used Windows, and I hate it, which you can tell from when I streamed with it, and. Uh, a lot of things are broken in my OBS there, but that's fine. I don't care. I didn't want it that temporarily. And then at some point, for some reason, eventually, I don't know what happened. For that, I actually don't know what happened. Uh, my Windows mm. install, it just doesn't launch anymore. I can't boot into Windows anymore. I don't know Ooh. why. I can see in my normal in Tumbleweed, I can open the Windows drive. I can see it's there. I can run self-tests there. It's completely fine but it's just not a bootable option anymore in the BIOS, and I have no idea why. I don't know why. It just stopped working. And then I was like, well, let's see if uh, they've updated things on Tumbleweed so it can use Intel Arc better now. So I update everything, launch OBS. OBS runs with 0.5 frames a second rendering. I say, oh... Seems like they haven't updated it yet. I try to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, does it work? Except for Minecraft. Minecraft works. That's fine. Oh, no. So I, so I got rid of the thing in the, for the boot settings. The thing I just talked about where it tells the CPU, uh, the, the kernel, yeah, he has an Intel Arc card. Use it. Put back in the NVIDIA card. And who would have thought... Switching out graphics card drivers seemingly at random isn't very good. <laughs> so now, first of all, I couldn't even log in at all because it would just it just refused to log in because it was busted. And I installed like three different that's three different versions of the NVIDIA drivers for some reason. That's I think Geo4, Geo5, and Geo6. I installed mm-hmm. all three of them randomly. None of them worked until at some point Geo5 started working. And uh, yeah, as of as of now, I still can't launch any game except for Minecraft and I think City Skylines, <laughs> and I have no idea why. I'm very much sure that it has to do with yeah. I just randomly plugged in the Intel Arc and the Nvidia card like over like three weeks and switched mm. between them and stuff. And now that I permanently want to switch, it's like busted. I'll see how to fix it at some point. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but in short, Intel Arc, pretty good card, and it works fine on Windows. It has some glitches mm-hmm. and uh, some weird effects in some games. Um, uh, don't buy it unless 
you just want to give Intel money for them to like not give up. And I hope they don't <laughs> give up because I want a third competitor. And it's really good. It looks like they made it with absolute passion. The fucking device looks awesome and feels good. Again, it's not about how it looks. It's about if it effing works, which yeah. it patently doesn't. Yeah, and that's the problem. It has this weird, weird thing where there's some, I don't know what it is, like some driver issue or some, some hardware issue. Something is going on where its performance is way worse than it should be because no matter what resolution you select the game mm-hmm. in or set the game to, it always sucks. And it always, at some point, drops down to like 20 frames a second for no reason. You can run it at like 4K and it will run at 60, 60, 20 now for randomly, 60 again, <laughs> and then 15. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? And you, you can put it in 720p. It has the same frame rate. It's basically the same which is not correct. You would expect less load to uh, make it go faster, but no, it's just fucked. But they do push out updates, and I have seen them fix a number of problems in the things that I play, so Mm. it's not like they're not trying, but right now, don't buy it. It's still very unstable. Yeah, don't buy it unless you know that it's going to suck in many things. (laughs) Now, for those who have been listening to my stream, you may have heard me wanting to set up a second monitor for quite some time. So that way I can have, like, the game viewed via, what's it, uh, OBS, just taking up as much of one screen as possible, and have the chat and all that stuff set on over to the side. So that way, you know, I can look over and see it there and it be bigger. You know, more things on screen at one time, larger text, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, most now, things are better when they're bigger. I agree. Uh, to uh, Diminishing returns past a certain point, I found... I got a ten inch one, but like it's like more unwieldy than unwieldy than anything else. Uh, far better go over it with my uh, uh, prostate massager. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, back on to my story. Yeah, wonderful. Back to my story here. First, I had to find a monitor of some kind. Had a few old TVs kicking about, going just fine. There we are. Look at the back of it. Uh, I see what's it, um, Genesis, a HDMI, and what I now know to be a VGA port for a PC. Turns out, that's a very old port for PC, but I didn't know about that, because the only time I cared about what you connect a PC to, you know, was back when I was, like, uh, in computer class as a kid, about ten years ago, or even more. And, yeah, it's obviously updated since then. The one on the back... Only looks like a HDMI socket, if you're unfamiliar with. Hence me saying there's only HDMI sockets in the silos. So yeah, go through all that to finally figure out what I need to connect. I buy a long HDMI cable, try plugging into what's it, uh, my other free one for the motherboard. But because it is not directly connected to the graphics card, it is worthless. It will not work whatsoever. Yay. So I buy another three meter cable with um, a PC port, the modern one, to HDMI one, because it doesn't have the modern P, uh, HDMI PC port, but it doesn't have a HDMI cable port. But it does not recognize the signal. Uh, so I, my own, yep, 
yep, I bought a cable with two separate ends on it, plugged it in. It does not recognize it because of some kind of formatting issue. My only hope is to buy Genesequa, a PC port to HDMI port adapter, and use the long HDMI cable to see if that will get running. And if it doesn't at that point, I am effed. Or, like, I'd have to buy a third long cable with a VGA port to a bloody piece, a modern PC port. But that's going to be way more expensive. So, yay. And if none of those work, I'd have to spend uh, at least, like, 100 euro on a bloody second monitor instead of just using this old TV I had on hand. Well, old monitor, but, you know, potato, potato, really. So that has been a wonderful journey that I'm still suffering with. Ah, God, will it just end? I just want a second monitor. Why is that so difficult to set up? There we are. There we are. Retreating that now, butter. I remember... Someone mm-hmm. was really hyped about Hive social allowing NSFW posts. Yep, and now it's dead. Well, so it's not, yay! It's not dead. They're developing it still. It, it got well, like, I, hacked or something, and then they took it. It was a massive data breach thing, so it expanded like, faster yeah. than it could deal with. So, and it and it's gonna come back. At least they say it is. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Like, I'm not against it coming back or anything. I'm not against an alternative to Twitter. It's just like, you know, will it be stable? Will it be safe? That's my main concerns there. Speaking of which, uh, Silas VT at, at Silas VT mm. at techhub.social followed by Mastodon. The point that I wanted to get to was... Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hive allows NSFW posts on Android. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't view them or post them on iPhone. What? Oh God, damn it! It's, iPhone. I just it's, want it's to see against, that's the exact reason why Tumblr got kicked off the App Store back when they did 2018 what? or whenever that was. So legitimately, legitimately, I can see them all on Twitter. Why that's is it fine true. there? But the argument there, I think, is that Twitter and Reddit as well don't mm-hmm. have NSFW as the main thing, which could very well happen on Hive, depending on who signs up and how fast and what they post. Well, that's the problem, though. It's like, of course, no site directly dedicates themselves outside of like very specific services like OnlyFans. The problem is, is like, you know, whenever you post a platform that is all purposes, people just want lewd stuff on there, you know, for convenience sake, because they're on there. It's the most efficient way to view that stuff for them, because it's like one of the biggest platforms like Twitter, Reddit, uh, YouTube. It's like, this is the whole thing about moderation. Just give the people a setting to set, like, I want to see this type of content and uh, people to easily mark as, okay, it is this type of mature, lewd content. Do not show to anyone that's a minor. And that's all you can do. Minors can always lie about their age and sign up for these things with false credentials. You can't control that. All you can do is be reasonably responsible. But, like... Bloody, bloody apples. Like, nope, that's not good enough for us prudes. 
as far as I'm aware, so the way that Reddit and Twitter get around mm-hmm. it is by not offering a edit, show NSFW setting inside of the app on iPhones. Is that true? Do you have the Twitter app, the most current one? Probably not. Uh, I to, yeah, I did listen probably, to Dakota I today. What you're saying, yeah, it makes sense. It is the workaround. It's like, hey, yeah. show me this type of content. You can only click it on what's it desktop, but it applies to your account across the board. So yeah. that makes sense. That is a clever workaround. I listened to Dakota today, the episode where they had the uh, CEO of of uh, Automatic on the second time, and they are the ones who bought Tumblr for three mm-hmm. million. Um, mm-hmm. back in the day whenever they bought it like a few years ago and yeah, then they got rid of the NSFW stuff no, and no, then the no. value of the company plummeted Verizon bought Yahoo oh. Verizon got rid of the porn things and then Verizon sold it to Automatic yeah Automatic they want to they are working on a rating system you are now allowed to post Ooh. NSFW things except for things going into things he said what? So like statues and things of people who are, who are naked or like naked regular photographs. Those are allowed now. But oh, not... Okay, so is that artistic nudity that he says then? Well, yeah, I guess that's how you describe it, yeah. I expect... But not that, that things is going the line we run up to. I that think is they... the line we run up to, though, because, like, okay, well, you can't show two people just going at it. But what about like drawings or what's it, Blender slash um, Source Filmmaker? Like those are undeniably, unavoidably, inherently artistic via the nature of the medium they are made in. Like they can be beautifully crafted and wondrous to behold, even outside of like any <clears throat> lewd graphication. Like what happens under those circumstances? I'll try it out. I don't know. He he said like they are, they are doing like, uh, they're working on honesty that user be- users become honest and tagging their things, which mm-hmm. mostly they are already. And then they want to introduce more of a uh, tagging system, well, a ratings kind of system, where you can like make it like oh, artistic, nudity, safe, mm-hmm. pornography, yeah. But that's not fully implemented. They're experimenting with it. The good thing, though, is uh, he said when they bought the platform, they didn't fire 50% of the people. <laughs> and also, it's like, doesn't lose that much money like Twitter does. So, uh, But also, he said buying this social network was the most humbling experience he's ever done. And he's built a lot of software mm-hmm. products. Mm. I will I will say, I believe Twitter was profitable a few out of the last couple of years. And what's it, you know... What it hasn't been barely. losing comparatively that an ex- exorbitant amount compared to like how much it costs run. It's been the negative a few years, but not massively as it potentially is now, given like all the advertisers are like pulling out because of Musk's antics, you know? Now it could generally go bankrupt, whereas before it was like. It was doing enough right for itself. It needed to figure something out to get a little bit ahead, but the war years it was generally profitable. So, I mean, that's a big exaggeration. Twitter was already fucked before that. He just fucked I, it way more because he way overpaid for it in debt. 
Yeah, that is true. He took out a loan. I did make three million. That's like what Elon Musk pays a day in like interest or something. I I made a post like it could generally be the case Elon Musk has given himself enough uh, rope in order to hang himself here financially by just taking out an absurd amount of money in order to buy this thing running in the ground, thus, like, you know, devaluing his purchase and also taking out the loans backed against, you know, his Tesla stock, which in turn are constantly getting devalued because of how poorly poorly he's performing with Twitter. Because they don't trust him with this site, they don't trust him with his car company, and the value of those stocks go down, hence what his loan is backed against, which means he could smile quickly into bankruptcy if things go badly. <laughs> oh, boy. And now, that was a complete uh, side topic there, not even in any of the main subjects. Get mastered on, I like it. Yeah, I need to I, figure I out what up, apps there are for for it. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of don't like the website for it, but yeah. <laughs> there's many websites. Topic number one: Wirecard trial of a. I'm sorry. What now? Executives there we are opens in a German fraud scandal. Oh, well, 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 well. It's an inside story. If you don't know about this yet, be excited. The former head of a disgraced German payment company, Wireguard, has gone on trial accused of involvement in the biggest fraud case in German history. I mean, that's low-hanging fruit. I will not make (laughs) World War II joke. (laughs) That's not fraud. Well, I mean, they had to lie to get this power. I mean, no, at first, like, Hitler was lying heavily about being a socialist and all of that in order to win uh, popularity with the German public, which then he did not follow through on. So, anywho, Marcus Braun, 53, presides over its uh, meteoric rise from modest beginnings to one of the one of Germany's biggest banking uh, beasts. Financiers and politicians were dazzled by Wild Card's a success until its equally spectacular collapse into ignominy. What? Ignominy? Whatever that means. I have no oh, well. idea. Uh, the sitting for Thursday's trial is a high-security courtroom at Stadlehem Prison in Munich. Mr. Braun, who was Wirecard's chief executive, is being held at a jail in pre-trial custody and denies any wrongdoing. Two other ex-managers are also on trial. Oliver Bellhans was the head of Wirecard's Dubai subsidiary, while Stefan von Effer was in charge of accounting. They face several years in prison if convicted. This is what America needs. America rarely, if ever, sends people to jail for white-collar crimes, despite the massive harm it does. Really? Oh, yeah, it's always just like, unless you spectacularly, overwhelmingly F up, it's just like a slap on the wrist. But like so many people commit crimes and just have to pay fines to get out of it. I believe the people who started, what's it, the opioid epidemic, um, I can't remember the exact name of the family, uh, look it up on what's it, John Oliver. They only had to pay like ten billion over like ten years with no jail time. So delightful. Anyhow, where was I? 
uh, designed for the trial of su- uh, suspected uh, terrorists and mafia members, the courtroom lies 5 meters, 16 feet underground with a bombproof ceiling. Dang! A dramatic setting that is arguably fitting for a case that shook Germany's financial and political establishment to its core. One man who is not in the dark is Wirecard's former chief operating officer. When the extent of the scandal surrounding the payment giant emerged in June 2020, Jan Marcelesk had gone. Wait, just gone? Okay. Considered Marcus's bronze number two, he soon became Germany's most wanted man is on Europol's most wanted list too. Is suspected of having committed a uh, commercial gang fraud. Okay, he's believed to have fled to an airport south of Vienna before flying to Belarus by private jet. Latest reports <laughs> place him in Russia. Although the government in Moscow has rejected allegations that he formed close ties with its security services. Jesus. <laughs> Well, I can't wait for the film without this. That will be like, I think that will be insane, like an insane film about this. Oh, yeah, it does sound insane. And this is just like the info about like the courtroom drama, let alone what must have been happening yeah. in the film. Sorry, in in the lives leading up to this point. I, I expect it to be along the same levels of Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, boy. That is some other sentences i'm just going to pick some random sentences because the article the bbc article that we just mm-hmm. read that's not the whole thing there's a lot more still but I, I i took the main essence of it they have another thing mm-hmm. right there where it says the company processed online credit card payments mainly for pornography and gambling sites oh before, that's bad before it expanded i mean this second one gambling sites pornography fair enough Okay. In fact, like it's a real issue out there that just random payment services, such as what's it, um, PayPal or Square, just suddenly like, oh, you do lewd things, no money for you. Kind of should be a constitutional right. Oh well. Uh, yeah. Before it expanded into banking, issuing credit, and prepaid, mm-hmm. uh, prepayment cards. In a world where mm. cashless payments were becoming king, Wirecard was perfectly placed to dominate. There's there's a lot of other things too. Where is it? Where is a yeah. It said another sentence right there. Instead of investigating Wirecard, Germany's BaFin financial regulator chose to investigate the journalists and barred investors from short selling. Betting what? on the share price falling as it dropped more than forty percent, then it what? all fell apart. So the wildest thing is that like journalists were like, "Oh, this company is like really sus," mm-hmm. and uh, how dare you speak about our German fucking amazing company? Look at how awesome and big they are. How dare you think they're lying? And it was who, true, who was the person that did this? Who uh, stopped them? What was his position or her position? Uh, I don't know. The regulator, the the agency is called BaFin. That's just the financial regulations thing. People from that regulator need to be arrested and put on trial for the scandal. something is going to happen with them, too. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. This this reeks of, like, you know, like some kind of insider trader nonsense. 
either that, you know, like they were tied up in this company, they were investing in it, and thus like they barred short selling and barred reporting on it in order to protect their investments, which is bad enough. Or it's just like gross incompetence on such a scale that they should go to jail. You know, like for the same reason someone who commits like manslaughter by drunk driving should go to jail. It's like, sure, maybe it wasn't as intentional, which should be judged as worse. But this is such gross negligence and incompetence as led to such grievous harm that you must be punished for this. Like, people have to be more careful than you have been. Have been. So, I need to keep reading. It, it, I, think it, I think it gets... Well, no, it doesn't get worse. I think the financial regulator not listening to actual criticism is already the worst thing ever, but... Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Um, Wirecard declared insolvency after it was forced to admit that 1.9 billion euros missing from its accounts probably never existed. And also, two banks in the Philippines thought to hold the money said they had not been Wirecard's clients, and the company then filed for insolvency protection from creditors. That's this amazing scene where a uh, TV crew went to those locations, to those Philippine banks, and Mm -hmm. it's just normal houses where people live. They're like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is Wirecard? It's a wild story. Jesus. It's like actual bullshit. And also, this dude, I, I bet that this be dude, case. he thinks like he's the best mm. fucker ever. Yeah. I was just about to say, it could be the case that money was, what's it, never existed, or somebody embezzled it, and it could be the case that they are trying to hide that fact. Like... I would want the the uh, what? Well, wait, no, it would be the same regulators as before that would be in charge of investigating this, wouldn't it? Yes. Oh my god, that's a huge conflict of interest there. But I guess if they have fresh people who are not um, what whatever the proper for, term is for like uh, conflict of interest, you know, um, being suffered from it. I just want them to be very thorough to make sure this money absolutely never existed and was just a lie they made to make themselves seem bigger than they are, just in case someone's trying to get away with a lot of money. Prosecutors accused Marcus Brown of signing off financial reports he knew were inaccurate. They said Oof. Wirecard had fake documents to show it had more, uh, it had money that in reality it never did. The trial is expected to last well into 2024. So, yeah. Why? (laughs) If they have all the evidence, like... Well, trials do take a long time. That's not a bad thing. You have to consider everything. You can't just say, oh, jail. Well, in certain instances, but at a certain point, we have an overwhelming amount of evidence. They have no counter evidence, and you just let them filibuster on and on and on. At a certain point, it does more harm than good. You know? Point is, this used to be the number one, like, tech and and, and payments company in Germany. They, They were like, oh... Our main language is English now. You have to speak English now. That their, their, their own boss, he would like start speaking English on like company mm-hmm. conferences and stuff. And half the staff are like, "I don't know what the fuck is going on now. I don't understand anything he's saying." 
and also like loads of other bullshit like oh how they use artificial ai artificial intelligence machine learning and things to to process payments better and more efficiently and it was just like excel sheets i manually moving over money <laughs> this whole okay. thing be, i don't know if this is true but i I know there will be like an insane like film, some fucking Hollywood shit about this because it's actually and documentaries. Crazy. Don't forget about that. Like this yeah, is yeah. baffling. Yeah, and they already like, exist, but like when the trial is done, they'll like go into action again. And make yeah, I, I, oh, definitely. What was I saying? Uh, for those that haven't, Wolf of Wall Street, and also The Big Short, which also stars. Margot Robbie, if I remember correctly, in both films. Like, those are some pretty good films to watch that kind of go into this uh, sort of thing and will give you some more info without having to do a ton of research. Like, keep in mind, Dunning-Kruger effect, this will not make you an expert, but it's a good entry point to just becoming a bit more familiar with these types of things. Like, you you will, if you want to say, have any modicum of expertise with this, even, like, novice level, do further research beyond that. But those are two film recommendations, The Wolf of Wall Street and The Big Short, to just get a little bit more familiar with this stuff. That is crazy. Jeez, I... Let's see what... Let's see if the following topics will measure up, shall we? Silas? I think they won't. <laughs> yeah! I very much think they won't. Uh, I, I got <clears throat> to proofread these a little bit in future. <laughs> we should have saved this one number three. I don't know. That's just the one that I saw the most the first time when I looked for the first topic. I don't know. I, I know. It's like, yeah. Just... Number, topic number two. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook... Sorry, I meant Meta. Facebook shuts down its connectivity division after nearly a decade. Have you ever heard of this? I think I have. I thought it was stupid. What is the purpose of this division? Well, you'll see. They explain it here in the article. Mm. Meta is shuttering its connectivity arm almost 10 years after launching the initiative, according to a report Mm -hmm. from Light Reading. The company confirmed to both Light Reading and Fierce Wireless, what are these publication names, man, that it will instead uh, instead split the divisions across the infrastructure and central products teams. Meta Connectivity, <laughs> formerly Facebook Connectivity, oh my God, <laughs> launched in 2013 Jesus. with the goal of getting more people online so they could use the company's social networks. Do you hate it already? I hate it already. I mean, through I have mixed feelings. On the one hand, that is the stupidest reason of all time to get more people online. There's so many better reasons, but if they did get more people online, that would be better. Like, but the internet is so vital. Or something. I don't know. I mean, if they just get more internet service set up, then that's a net positive. But, like, like in America, the way they accounted for how many people had internet was super fucked. They basically found one person on a given block that had internet and assumed everybody else on the block had internet, thus vastly inflating the number of people who actually did. And it's closer to, like, 100 million in America that don't have internet. So, like... 
the more people who did, like in America and in other countries across the globe that got online, the better. But um, Well, that's the same for how you count people who get money from the government, right? Benefits. No, that's so dumb. If it's one person in... Inaccurate. If it's like That's one so person inaccurate. in an apartment building getting like disability payments or something, then the whole everybody in that building is on on benefits, and it inflates the statistic. It's so stupid. I, this and should be United a name States, given to this. Na- this there should be a name given to this type of estimation, and it should be made illegal for should, those working in the around. government. Yeah. But like an official name for like legal purposes, so that way you can send people to jail for this gross negligence. There's no other phrase for it. Like to get this kind of information, it's simply about vital things you need to know about, thus to like make changes in order to have shortcomings. And this just gross overestimation, the point of just like pulling numbers out of your ass, it just does so much harm. Because imagine, like, if you did actually have the proper numbers and the could point to the need to address it, sure, it wouldn't be a quick overnight solution, but people could start pushing towards these things. Instead, it's been pushed back by years, maybe even a decade, because they just lied. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyhow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... So the more Through companies the social network. Mm-hmm. Through the initiative, mm-hmm. the company developed and then shut down a project that involved autonomous high-flying drones beaming the internet to underserved parts of the world. It also worked on creating a Starlink-like internet system using low-Earth orbit satellites. But the staff developing it were picked up by Amazon last year. It is unclear... I- when would just I would like to say, I would very much like. <laughs> what was it, Starlink, and whatever this company's name is? I would just like the U.S. government to claim civil forfeiture on these things, and just you know, make them public utilities. Oh would it be God. a gross abuse of power? Maybe, mm. but it would be nowhere near as bad as other abuses <laughs> of civil forfeiture. If anything, it would have a net positive on society. Oh, God. I have to say, though, autonomous, high-flying drones for internet access? What? Like, oh, oh, cool, the internet drone is here. We could, like, go to Facebook.com now. Oh, it's ten minutes later, the batteries have run out. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess it's done now. I I will say, like, amazing. do last longer than 10 minutes it it would be good for like emergency situations you know that would be the good good time to have like these drones like specifically it's been like watching a storm taking out local wild infrastructure and you know interrupting satellite signals just have these that you can deploy and like reach out to anyone in, in need that would be very good um yeah, you were saying that wasn't what they were going to be used for, and I get yeah. that, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> maybe the government should look into this, you know? Just anywhere that suffers from a lot of, like, hurricanes and tornadoes, maybe look into investing into this kind of technology. Could save lives. 
just be like, okay, here's a phone, let us make a call, auto-pickup, put on speaker, and call out to see if anybody's there, and like someone trapped in rubble is like, yes, I'm here, I need help, I can't get out. That could be really good. Just saying. Yeah, it's... Let's, let's read this now. It's unclear mm-hmm. when exactly Meta shut down its connectivity arm, but its disappearance comes as part of last month's layoffs. Ooh. And reorganization that eliminated about 11,000 jobs at the company. Meta continues to spend heavily on CEO Mark Zuckerberg's expensive bid to build the metaverse. <laughs> and then, oh, I have an amazing tangent. Can I go on a tangent? I have, an, yeah, I have a Meta Quest now. I gave them my okay. money because it's just a good VR headset and I wanted to try VR without having yeah. to fuck around with my PC. It really sucks that they, they bought that up. Um, that is the real problem yeah. about companies just having billions and being able to absorb any competitor or side thing into themselves. Yeah, well, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. I like it. I mainly use it for Beat mm-hmm. Saber, but that's not the point. The point is... I'm- from what I hear, that's a very fun game. It's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, it's like I can already feel how it like improved my 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 coordination of how I move my arms around, like way, Ooh. like actually. But the point is, metaverse. Yeah, I I went on the fucking Meta Oculus Quest Store, whatever they call it, Meta Quest Store. I don't know what they call it. They mm-hmm. download apps from because, of course, they have their own thing, so they can take a lot of money from you. And I saw this thing; I forgot its name, but uh, everybody knows what a mind map is, right? A mind map when you take down your ideas, oh, them, uh, into you a visualize little, them. Yeah, you like, like Sherlock Holmes, all that nonsense. You put a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. little uh, square around one idea, point an arrow to something else, and like, uh, oh, download hard drive arrow to the hard drive and it's like yeah that's how the idea works this thing that i downloaded was um mm. they they were like wow the new innovative way for three-dimensional uh mind maps because you know normal mind maps are 2d on piece of paper or on your screen and i can kind of see why that should be a bit limiting but then i tried doing it I, I mm. downloaded it because it's uh, free to try. It has a fucking subscription because obviously. And, Why does everything have a subscription now? And uh, okay. yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, I'm working on some program things. And I tried doing like a basic mind map with like, I don't know, like five things in it. It took like mm. 20 minutes. I was Ooh. doing this. And I'm like, fuck this. This sucks so much. This has no benefit whatsoever. Because you just sit around and you like put a, like a little ball in front of you, you touch the ball and change it to a different shape, different color, or whatever. Then you slowly type in the name because the speech recognition doesn't work in any way whatsoever. Ooh. And yeah, I don't know if anyone has watched the community TV show, but mm-hmm. in one of the later seasons, the Dean gets one of those 90s VR systems like the early VR <laughs> stuff and uh you just see him like run around this like ugly ass fucking like room with like giant uh what do you call this these things where you put files into this file cabinet things a file and he, cabinet and he like 
I guess so. Yeah, sure. I don't know what that's called. You have fucking weird names in English. <laughs> no, it's chest of just drawers. A really? <laughs> and what? I'm sorry. Just oh, what is it in English? This file cabinet thing. <laughs> the name that's the one case where oh, I guess it's actually the fucking word. Chest of drawers. That's not the actual word for it. You just made that up. Cupboard, that's also not the actual word for it. You just made it up. That's but how okay. all words start. You just make them up. <laughs> no, not really. Yes. But the point is, on the, in that in those episodes, or that episode, he like climbs up mm-hmm. the file cabinets, he takes out a file, holds it in his hand, he's like, Oh, I need to delete this, and he goes into this this uh, next to this this fountain thing. Mm-hmm. puts the file into the water and drowns it and then it dies and it's way overdone because what? it's fucking stupid he, he's like standing there he's like oh I'm god I can feel all the files look I have the power and this and shit like that he's just holds a file in his hand and he puts it in water and then it drowns it's a joke because that sucks Okay, it's boring and lame and that's exactly what it felt like using that fucking VR mind map app you stand there, you're surrounded by blobs and random lines, and it's like, okay. It's just yeah, supposed to be certain, fun now. It's just slow. There's a certain irony and to that phase, as I'm looking to the video background that we have for the stream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just to condense that, it seems like everybody wants to hype hype you up and saying, "Yeah, you know, you know, Tony Stark and Iron Man, where he does the whole holograms around him." So if you can do that with a headset, it's like, a, it's nowhere near as convenient as that. That's still decades off, and b, that is not a good way to start off doing something. You need to build up a certain level of um, fidelity with uh, tasks and programs first before that becomes an efficient way of managing things. You can't just start off with the hologram stuff. But the films always have to cut out the boring part of the coding he must have done in order to get that to work. Yeah, well. I found some things that are cool, though. I liked mm. the YouTube VR app. That is pretty nice. 360 videos, that is cool. Even just watching a YouTube video on a gigantic film screen is also cool, even though... Sure, mm. the quality looks really bad. <laughs> <laughs> because you're looking at a phone that is about like two centimeters away from your eyes. But yeah, yeah. that's theoretically cool. But yeah, it's the best for like just Beat Saber. But anyways, fuck the metaverse. I think that's not that good of an idea. That just slows so, everything down. I, I, I will tell you what's going to happen. You'll just end up looking at a virtual desktop in front of you while wearing the headset because that's the most efficient way of using a computer that's it that's it yeah at least until like i don't know it's hard to say any estimate of time because like technology can have such leap forwards but until such a point where you can literally quite literally do the tony stark iron man thing of just talking and interacting with holograms it's just never going to compete with just working on a computer in that in that mind map thing, the way you move yourself around is you you put one hand in front of you, and then you pull and you pull yourself along slowly. Mm. Jesus, okay, it's so slow, it's crap. 
Don't use Anyhow, that. Anyhow, you were to build the metaverse. Yeah, the company expects this money-losing trend to continue in 2023. Good, <laughs> they will hopefully die. The company, not the people. Yeah, yeah, Facebook, it really sucks. Oh, fun side note, I tried to set up, because just in case like Twitter does go down, a Facebook page for uh, Solid Passion Projects, but nope, nope, you cannot <laughs> set up a business account there without having, you know, your human self to link it to, despite that being the whole point of a VTuber. So, yay. Oh, bloody thing. And now the account suspended, most likely it will be deleted, so that sucks. Da, oh, well. da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Yep, God forbid they let people use the internet. They want <clears throat> to use the internet. Aside from the ambitious projects involving drones, mm. satellites, and and an internet-toting helicopter. Really? Fucking really? The- <laughs> Okay. Connectivity also offered free internet in developing countries, allowing users to access only Facebook and a few other sites. That's a problem. That's why I That's... think this is like actual cancer, because I've seen documentaries about this where yeah. people think the internet is exclusively Facebook. Yeah, it's one thing if you just set up internet and like, okay, here's the Facebook app pre-installed, but they can do other things, you know? But only using the internet through Facebook and like a few other websites, I that needed to be regulated regulated against. The UN needed to step in and stop that. That is oh my God. That is bad. That is really bad. Um, however, a report from the Wall Street Journal earlier this year found that some users were actually unknowingly getting charged. getting charged by their mobile uh, providers due to an issue with Facebook software. In October 2021, Meta said its internet service provided connectivity to more than 300 million users. I mean, that's good, but I just set up infrastructure, you know? They like did. Just, they uh, had a flying like a line of drones next to everybody's yes. house. That is not infrastructure. That is a wave of drones. Yeah. Infrastructure is something you set up and it just stays there well, doing a yeah. service. No, no, just the drone stays there too after it falls down because it's empty. <laughs> but then it still won't be in if it doesn't have power, it won't connect to the internet. So like yeah. they just needed to give like local governments money to build this infrastructure that's all they had to do <laughs> and they didn't do it uh, well, so you know lobby against uh internet service providers who have like in america put laws in the books preventing what's it um small towns and local you know um what's the word authorities or whatever no no municipalities there we are from setting up their own uh, wi-fi infrastructure that now towns and what's it cities have to specifically repeal in order to start building their own to thus lower the prices of the one internet company they have in their area let's continue Mm-hmm. As noted by Light Reading, meta-connectivity's meta shutdown shouldn't affect the company's involvement in the Telecom Infra Project, TIP, 
whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that is, which Meta helped found in 2016. The TIP, don't make the joke, is a group of telecom <laughs> companies. <laughs> you should have kept it quiet, I didn't realize, but then you said something. The TIP is a group of telecom companies, service providers, and connectivity stakeholders that helps promote the development of new telecom infrastructure. Dan Robinovitz J. I don't know what that word name is. I'm Dad, that's got to be like a, a Slavic name. Uh, what's the word? Slavic name? A Slavic name. So, there we are. Thank you. Sal- Slavic. I guess. I don't know. Intel Ireland cost-cutting drive. Da, 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 2,000 employees da, 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 da. offered unpaid leave in December. There is no video currently, but I am scowling. I want you all to be aware of this fact. Intel has seemingly offered thousands of its staff in Ireland the opportunity to take a lengthy spell of unpaid leave. According to reports, up to 2,000 of the 5,000 staff at Intel's Lexilip campus have been presented with the option of three months unpaid leave. The Irish noon comes hot off the wheels of Intel's worldwide layoff plans announced back in October. Intel says the unpaid leave option is being presented as it is keen to attain talented staff. The unpaid leave approach is going to help Intel with its long-term growth by retaining talent, yet pairing cost reasonable by yet pairing cost reasoned Intel the statement. Voluntary time-off programs allow us an opportunity to reduce short-term costs and offer employees attractive time-off options, said Intel in a statement as seen by RTE. Manufacturing talent represents an important element of our business here in Ireland. Irish ministers ministers for foreign affairs, uh, Simon Convigny, or however you pronounce that, uh, said that uh, that he has been assured by a senior Intel executive that Intel remains committed to Ireland, and he, he believes that the current uh, stat of cost-cutting is a short-term measure on a long-term investment path. Oh, you've been assured! Oh my god, that that holds such weight. Oh my, it's not like we haven't been assured of other stuff constantly, specifically like Google about the how long-term their new services are going to be, only for them to immediately go into a death spiral. Oh my. Yes, let's see what this is in about six months' time. Indeed, with a Rossier... Rosier long-term future mind, Intel announced back in March that it had spent $5 billion on commissioning a new Intel 4, aka Intel 7 nanometer, fabrication plant at the site in Lexaplet, with a further $12 billion spending embarked for preparing the fab until the end of, what's it, uh, 2023. It also recently confirmed sizable investments in mainland Europe and the US. But the problem is, it's like, 
the amount of three months' pay in comparison to either of those payments is nothing. Like, if you're willing to spend that, but <laughs> then have to put people on unpaid leave, 2,000 people on unpaid leave for three months, and I swear to God we're going to see it at the, what's it, what's the beginning of February or something? They're going to report, like, uh, massive amounts of profits for the last year, the last fiscal year. In the same year, they pull this stuff. It happens every time. Every effing time unionize. Do-do-do. The slowdown in the PCs and semiconductor industry is a well-established trend in H2 uh, 2022. Many companies, including Intel, have already published uh, financials, which uh, highlight the need to reduce costs. However, the cynical nature of the semiconductor industry is well-known, and cutting too deep could mean uh, that a company may be ill-prepared for the next boom. As long as a company has got the resources, it makes sense to cut uh, back where possible without going too far and impacting the ability to bounce back. Well, that's is this written by a shill or something? I don't know. <laughs> we don't have the precise details of the three-month unpaid leave option. Aspects uh, such as uh, the timing of the leave period are therefore unknown. For example, for example. Also, we can say that the Intel's Iris Visual uh, Iris businesses will be immune from layoffs and the take up a voluntary unpaid leave option might have an impact on the subsequent employee forced uh, focused announcements whatever the case intel ireland is looking to make savings to contribute to the company's global plan to reduce costs by 10 billion per annum globally by 2025 moreover by the t- but this is only a temp or do you expect people to just seasonally take three months off out of the year I just, at that point, you're better off just like having more generous vacation options spread throughout the year that just don't have uh, paid leave in it, you know? Because then people can manage it and take like shorter periods of time off. The biggest problem is here, you then have to like coast by for three months at a time. Well, if you just spread two weeks, you know, six, two weeks uh, periods throughout the year, for all your employees, that would be more sustainable. But nope. Nope, 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 nope. Moreover, at the time of the writing, it looks like Intel has decided to focus on making pers- uh, personnel savings while continuing to, spend, continuing to spend big on industrial assets. Yep. You could just pair that back a little bit to, you know, invest over a longer period of time to set up all this stuff. But nope. Easier just to lay off people in the short term and then hire them back after you build things. Yay! Bloody pricks. Well, um, I hope that all the Lyxalipians that we have as our listeners aren't affected by this. Well, I looked up how many people live, uh, what the population is of Lyxalip. And it is 15,504 people in 2016. So 5,000 people at Intel. If they've invested in that much to, you know, Genesequa build fabrication plants in the area, that has probably led to more people moving there. Maybe, but from... uh, 
Maybe. But I don't think it's going to be that much more. Like, it's not going to be $100,000 a sudden. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I hope that not that many people in Like Slip are affected by this. Because when it's a company that has a one third of the apparent at some point population of the of the town, then that's not. I mean, well, not one third. If it's like a fifteenth, it would be roughly a seventh or less. But still, that's not good to have that many people suddenly unemployed in one area. You know, it's, I'm surprised just... though. Well, like Slip, the twenty ninth largest town in Ireland. How? Hmm. I'm still amazed every time I learn something about Ireland how like nobody is there, <laughs> which is fine. But I'm just surprised. Okay, I mean it says town specifically. That's different from like a city. So sure, but that's hmm. still fifteen thousand people, and that's the uh, the 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 twenty ninth biggest town. I mean, how many people live in Ireland? Like a few million? Ah, God, what? Six million, maybe? To I tried three to look bi- it up, it's know. not loading. 2022, okay. yeah. no, 2020, 4.9 million. No, it's saying like 2021, 5.28 oh, million. Actually, it's there not- it is, 5.076 for 2022 live. Well, that's interesting. On this website. Anywho. So that means you have uh, basically Berlin plus any other kind of bigger city in Germany. That's fine. Really much. And, anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, it is a smaller country, definitely. For those who are listening, we're going to get in the habit of live streaming over on YouTube. At, what's the current name? Let me look this up. Screen trying to turn off at me at the same time. Yay. Uploaded. Uh, full podcast episodes is the full name of it, but you can find it there. You can find links to it in the link tree for what's it, um, Genesis Acquire the Podcast. And if you need to find that, you can check both of our link trees, both Silas and Sod. And speaking of checking our link trees, be sure to follow us on all other platforms that you can find via that. We both do live streaming and make videos for YouTube. Silas does te- uh, tech stuff on Silas Does Linux. And what's it? Uh, I do um, both by gaming streams as well as just uh, what's it videos talking about stuff on Sod's passion projects, Sod Passion Gaming for the streaming. So be sure to do that and give us all the likes and stars and whatever else you can, reviews and things via whatever podcast platform you are listening this on and hop on over to YouTube and give this stream a like, even if you've already listened to it on a podcast platform. It helps, it helps the channel, helps uh, the podcast. And what else? Also, we have an email address for you to send questions and stuff into as well. Be sure to use that. Always a huge help. And I believe that is absolutely everything that really needs to be covered for the podcast. So, it is time to say ta-ta, Vita Zane, until we meet again. Bye-bye, everybody. Looking forward to Street Fighter 6, not to play, just for the porn. So, bye! <laughs> I could have said the same thing about Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I mean, that's, I that's also a joke. <laughs>
I mean, they're making you're so theory, much of it, so much. When you when you're in theory, like it's like Pokemon and Sonic, you can't avoid it. It just gets in- intermingled in, and Digimon to a lesser extent, but yeah, yeah. The new character isn't even furry; it's just a human. Hmm. I mean, some of the mega evolutions, but definitely the starting ones on what's it, um, Digimon or fairy. I mean, the new Sonic character, the fucking girl, whatever she is called, that's just a human. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not so much just like new characters; it's also just like a reinvigorating the what's it, uh, lewd community into making more that's, artwork of the characters. Uh, that's true, but like, I think Sonic people the, need invigorating way, again. Reinvigorating. Did he need it? No. Do no, I appreciate it? Not. Yes. There definitely was a reinvigorating. Like, he didn't need it, but you know, it led to more. More artworks of all variety, which I deeply appreciate. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>